This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live, everyone. Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer joining you today from our studios in Grand Forks. Reminder of our website, realpresenceradio.com, where you can leave prayer requests. You can also get updates on our schedule of programming through the week, uh, both uh, great programming during the week and on the weekends. And just a reminder that Encore presentations most Saturdays are replayed of the weekday Real Presence Live programs beginning at 6 a.m. Central Time, 5 a.m. Mountain Time and continuing throughout the day. So please keep that in mind if you happen to miss a live broadcast of Real Presence Live. You don't have to miss us entirely. You can also download podcasts uh, and uh, you'll get more information about all of that through our website, realpresenceradio.com. You know that app that we promote? for? Yes. Can you use the app to get to the podcast as well? I was... I I'm believe so. Yeah, I think you can, you can, if you download the app on your phone, that's always a great way to carry it in your pocket and, right. and go to reference things. Uh, Wherever you happen to be, because there are a lot of times where you might be somewhere where you're really not able to pull in a station closely, but you can, you know, always go and, that route. You know, the great thing about the podcast is you and I talk so fast and our contact is content is so rich and so deep you're going to want to listen to father gross and people I will have to repeat it in order to absorb over it over all. or to yes. even hear what we're saying <laughs> <laughs> or to make sense of it the first time yeah, exactly. that, that might be the case well joining us uh, somebody whom we won't have any problem making sense of uh, during the course of our conversation cora suda welcome to real presence live thank you father james and father jason it's so nice to be here thanks for having me we really appreciate it. Can you just start with uh, telling us a, a little bit about yourself and your family? Yes, like you said, uh, my name is Cora Suda. Uh, my husband, Anthony, and I live in Horace, uh, North Dakota, just south of Fargo. Uh, we have four children, ages four to nine years old, and we have a fifth baby on the way. Uh, due Congratulations. In <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And you are uh, parishioners at uh, St. Benedict's Parish, which is going to be uh, seeing a change. I guess Father Andy Jasinski is going to become the pastor there this summer. And uh, your current pastor, Father Cadillac, is going out to to the hinterlands of Botano and West Hope. So we keep them in our prayers as well. Yes, we do. Yes, that will be a change. But yes, we're excited, but also sad to see Father Cadillac go. So. Yeah, he he's yeah. a very, very gifted priest, Father And he's yeah, from Pisic, sure. North Dakota. You don't say. What are the chances? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this whole program has been about Pisic. <laughs> that, that, that tends to happen when Dear Father Leffer is one of the hosts here on Real yes. Presence Live. So, very good. Um, now, one of the reasons why we wanted to speak to you is because you uh, had a great article in The New Earth um, with the t- title, Truth, Goodness, Beauty Brings Mind to God in Tough Times. Can you tell us a little bit about kind of your reflections as you were thinking about uh, what you shared in this article and and where this came from? Yeah, so I guess I was asked to write the article before the pandemic hit, um, and I was just thinking about how our family here, how we bring our faith life just into our daily lives. And of course, we have um, the sacraments, and that is something we do weekly and, and sometimes daily, or maybe we'll go to confession every other week, and those things are obviously the things that ground our faith um, and and just keep us stable. But then I was wondering, like, what are we doing on a daily basis? And um, the thing that came to mind is we homeschool our children, and we, from the very beginning we started a practice called morning time where all ages, all of us are sitting together at the table, 
And the focus of what I plan during that time is truth, goodness, and beauty. And so that we have just a little bit of um, a focus on God, our Creator, through those three things. And what I noticed is that as we moved throughout our day, we were starting to just be in awareness of those things throughout our day. Um, so then the pandemic hit, and um, and so I just thought maybe um, we needed to bring those things into more focus because we just weren't doing very well with our normal <laughs> daily routine at that point. Yeah, join so the club, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. Very good. And, and so I guess we, we'd like to focus a little bit on these transcendentals. That means something way above us and beyond. But I'll we'll go with e- it. Even like this morning when we first got in the studio, I mean, the first thing that hit me is the beauty. I mean, this is a, there's a glorious scene coming in through our window here, and I just it filled me yeah. with just hope. And so, uh, Cora, speak to us on on let's let's take one of those. How about truth? What what could we say about truth? Well, I guess uh, for our family. Um, the focus of for truth, I guess, is the place we always go back to. And I guess, especially during this pandemic, what I noticed is that, the mm, I don't know if you even call them truth, but the things that we were focusing on was just the news that was coming out. And it was probably true, but I just started wondering, like, what truths are we focusing on? Because we were living in a lot mm-hmm. of anxiety and a lot of stress. And so I don't think that's the way God really intended it, you know? And so it just was this question of, like, what truth do we need to focus on today? And so going back to Scripture, going back to the lives of the saints, and just finding out how did they live out truth? How did they live out their daily lives in, like, fighting for truth, even to the point of, you know, giving their lives? And I don't know. So for us, I think that focus of just what truth are we focusing on today is kind of where we go with that one. And it comes a lot through Scripture, I think, just little bits at a time. You know, that's such a, just a, just good reminder. That's such a, you said yeah, so right. well there. How about, how about beauty? Well, beauty, I think maybe, especially with children around, is probably the easiest one to focus on, and maybe for all of us, but kids just notice beauty. So, um, like you said, like the sunset, um, the birds, spring is a huge time for, you know, the trees are blossoming, the flowers are coming up, the grass is growing, um, but just also the beauty throughout our home, we try to keep you know, sacred art up on our walls, and um, even the beauty of the, the people around us, you know, how is Jesus and His goodness or His beauty shown in each of the people in our daily lives? And so I think beauty is kind of just one of the easier ones to, like, you see it and you recognize it, and it does bring you that hope and that, I don't know, it is just a, a deep hope of, like, wow, God has something so good for us here on earth, but even in store for the future. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think some people who are listening maybe have the, uh, the, the impression that because of the dedication, the faithfulness of you and your husband, that uh, your young children are spending all day, every day, walking around with their hands <laughs> folded in prayer and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, you know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to uh, when it comes to goodness and like you know overcoming yeah. those uh, you know the the the, the spats and, and and the quibbles yeah. and, and the things that happen, you know, especially kind of with the pandemic, what kind of lessons have you been learning? Yeah, I think because it was getting a little tense um, and because there was more squabbles amongst all of us probably during that time and, and still now, 
it was looking outside um, of ourselves. I think Mr. Rogers has that quote, and I, I don't have it memorized, but about how his mom used to tell him to look anytime something as bad is going on, there's always people helping. Look for the helpers. And so that is kind of um, where I tried to take it with our family because it just there was a lot of stuff going on relationally. And so, like, um, we had a, a friend who stopped by and dropped off a cake that she had made, or um, my parents dropped off some groceries. And then just, of course, there's people out on the front line working at grocery stores and just bringing attention to the people who are doing the little good things throughout the world mm-hmm. on a given day. And so that is kind of, if we can take their examples and bring them into our daily life, then maybe that will help us to live like that too. Right. For those who are just joining us uh, here on Real Presence Live, Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer joining you from Grand Forks. And we're pl- privileged to have on the line with us Cora Suda, uh, mother of four, a, f- a fifth one on the way, and uh, wife and mom uh, in Cass County and the, the Horace area in St. Benedict's Parish. So, Cora, you bring up that um, awesome quote from Mr. Rogers. And a- actually, there's a there's yeah. a great movie out about him right now, and it's I've seen it twice. I mean, it's, it's so very inspiring. It's it's very well Isn't done. It? It's, yeah. It's family friendly, but th- this concept of help, you know, it strikes me that, you know, probably I don't know these statistics exactly. I'll kind of make them up just for a point, but let's say who knows. But let's say there was two million homeschooling families before the pandemic. Suddenly, there's 55 million homeschooling families. You know, <laughs> after right. the pandemic. So, but yeah. you and I do know a little bit about you. So. I suspect that you probably reached out to people you knew who were not homeschooling and suddenly this burden is upon them. What were some of the things that you did to encourage those around you to help other parents know what to do suddenly now with their children at home? Yeah, that was a big thing. I feel like I was reaching out to people and they were reaching out to me and we're all, I think even in the homeschool community, it just kind of, the um the uncertainty and the changes even kind of rocked our homeschool a little bit. Like we had to really focus to like get back. And so I kind of felt like I could relate to them in a tiny bit of a way that, um, man, like how am I going to move forward here? And so, yeah, when, when people would reach out to me during that time or Mm -hmm. still um, when they're reaching out to me now, I would just kind of let them know that you have to start, well, you do that. You do the main things, like you make sure you get your reading and your writing and your math in in the day. But then you have to start to find a way to cultivate like a family culture where you are having some like happy times, you know, together times in your day. You're going to be together pretty much constantly. So for us, we do read aloud time where we sit down as a family. We might get out like some Legos. So just finding a little bit of time in the day where you're coming together and it's a joyful focused time together. Uh, Maybe it's at your meal and you're going to talk about the best and the worst parts of your day. Um, But just that was kind of my my main advice is find something to bring joy into your family first. Mm -hmm. And then you can really focus. You get get your school done in the day, of course. But you know, I had to... I had one. Of the, uh, it's just a great interaction with uh, one of my dads. Called me one day, and they weren't homeschooling family, and suddenly they were the kids. And his his wife was an essential worker. She was a, a respiratory therapist at the hospital. And so I'm talking, and he's like, "Yeah, father, I'm here. I've got my all my kids here at home. I'm trying to do school with them. It's, it's just, you know, and and you know, I just really encouraged him. Said, you know, you're the perfect father for your kids, and they are so lucky. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to do classroom, but I'm supposed to be fixing lunch for them right now. It's just kind of." And I said to him. <laughs> 
don't forget the importance of recess. And it's it, as yeah. as the one who's in charge, you can have as many recesses as you want. Yeah. And it sounds to me like you need a recess. Let your kids go outside and play and take a break. <laughs> yes, and hasn't it been nice that spring has come? And so I think that that helps everyone. Like, let's just all yeah. get outside for a little bit. Yes. Yeah, I wanted yes. to just ask about that now that, you know, as, as opposed to what it was like in March where it was cold yeah. and snowy and crummy and muddy and stuff, now that we're getting toward the end of May, you know, like how was your, uh, do you feel like your family in some ways is kind of turning the corner a little bit, you know, with this change of season and, and new things Absolutely. that you're able to do? Yes, I feel like we are, like our everyday life has taken on a new normal. My husband is working at home and has been since March, and we don't know how long that will last. But we've just started to see the good in, in what has happened in the past couple months in our family. There's been a slowdown. Maybe we don't see our family and friends as much, but we are together a little more. And we're just starting to get into this routine of this is just how life is now. And it's nice to have Dad home, even though he's out there working. Um, mm-hmm. It's just nice to have his presence, like to have his male presence here, his fatherly presence has been just a gift to our family. Um, and so, and then of course, like it is so much different now that we can be outside and the kids are running and getting out their energy. And um, I don't know, I think even myself, it just, it lifts your spirits to be out in the sunshine and, and amongst the trees and the flowers. And For sure. Yeah. So, that, yeah. that makes, that makes three of us, I think, <laughs> to yes. mention that. Yes. Well, Cora Suda, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us and blessings uh, to you and to your family. Oh, thank you so much to both of you. You guys both have a wonderful day. Thank you. Same to you. Well, coming up next in our final segment of the day, we will take some time to pray for your specific intentions during the Most Holy Rosary. Whatever you might need prayers for, we will lay them at the feet of Jesus through our Blessed Mother, the Sorrowful Mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary, coming up next when Real Presence Live continues. Stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.